News Talk ZB, this is Politics Central with Tim Roxburgh and Tim Beveridge, and let's talk the January 6 hearings in the state. So this is the attempted coup, the insurgency at the Capitol, and 20 million Americans tuned in to watch this. Uh, all the major networks covered it, except for Fox News, who did not take live coverage of this. There's, it's been suggested that that is because you will see the links between hosts like Hannity and Tucker Carlson to President Trump. It was revealed that Trump had a seven-point plan to overturn the election. His own daughter... Uh, was persuaded by William Barr that, yes, the election was free and fair. One of the other biggest bombshells that emerged from January the uh, in the hearings which took place on Thursday and will be continuing is that when the mob were targeting Mike Pence and chanting, hang Mike Pence, that, according to Liz Cheney, who's the committee's vice chairwoman, that Trump said that those supporters have got the right idea to hang Mike Pence. Uh, to bring us up to speed and to explain more and whether this will actually bring about any sort of um, greater stability to American democracy, Anna Burns-Francis, TVNZ US correspondent, joins us now. Anna, how are you doing? Very well, thank you, Tim. How are you going? Good. I, I, as you know, I sometimes get a bit depressed about all this, but... Um... He's a bit tense. <laughs> so, hey, Anna... Try ha- living here. Oh, God. Hey, uh, have there been any... I mean, in a way, there's, so, there's such a catalogue of of things that Trump has said and done wrong, but have there been any revelations from the hearings that have made everyone go, oh, my God? I think definitely the way that these hearings have been laid out, you've got to remember that this is a committee that is not an independent committee. Um, The Republicans, of course, didn't allow that to happen. They voted against this. So while there are some Republicans on this, of course, uh, the the mega side or the far right conservatives are calling this a witch hunt. And so whether there's actually any... Um, outcomes or whether there's anything from the report that's due later in the year that dramatically changes people's minds, you know, remains to be seen. But certainly it's being done for, for want of a better term, the public spectacle. The way that this kicked off primetime television viewing, um, like you said, 20 million people watched it. Not, not a huge number, though, considering that there are 330 million people in the United States. But all of that video footage was really really hard to watch it was you know if you sat down and watched that whole thing that was some really terrible frightening reminders of of just how how awful that day was for america and what was happening as far as any moments uh, like i talk about trump saying that he supported the chance of hanging mike pence was there anything else which would cut through the noise and the partisan aspect of uh, american political discourse the issue you have to look at is that this is what the committee is trying to do, draw that line directly between the things that Donald Trump said and the actions that he took that day and in the months leading up to that day and how that reflected on the actions that uh, the protesters and the rioters took when they went up to the Capitol. But there are two distinct groups uh, of action on the Capitol that day. There is the premeditated, very well-planned and quite frankly terrifying behaviour of the groups like the Oath Keepers and uh, the Proud Boys, those far-right groups who had links to people very close to Donald Trump, to Rudy Giuliani and to Sidney Powell. They were in communication with lawmakers, Republican lawmakers in the lead up to that day and they were planning to find people inside that building like Nancy Pelosi. They were caught with uh, handcuffs. They were the ones wearing bulletproof vests. They were the ones who marched early and didn't even watch Donald Trump speak. Now, the other group are those people that you've seen uh, who did quite often get violent or were found with 
rifles and, and arms and things like that. And they, a lot of them faced the courts already and they have directly blamed Donald Trump and said, well, he told me to go and fight like hell. Those were his words. And they've taken quite a literal message from it. So that's the contrast here. And, and really it's drawing the link between Donald Trump and the people he spoke to in the lead up about what he knew and what he could have thought might happen with those groups that really planned that quite menacing attack on the Capitol to actually overturn that election result, to upend the Senate and stop it certifying the election result. See, for me, that is a big change because I always assumed some of those guys who broke in, even the ones with hand ties and all sorts of things, I just assumed they were fantasists. But what you were saying that's come out is that, no, nah, these guys were really deadly serious. Very serious. And there is a lot of evidence that the committee has referred to that it hasn't revealed, that it says it also has some of this, but it has also not got access to some of this because don't forget, this is a committee investigation, but there is also a Department of Justice investigation. And that has been able to get a lot more information via not just subpoenas like the committee, but also through discovery, through legal wrangling. They've been able to use um, investigative uh, techniques to get access to encrypted chats. They have threatened charges and got cooperation from a lot of these guys have just completely flipped and are now doing the duty on the leaders of these far-right groups, basically spilling their guts out. All of that is yet to come out as well. And that is looking like there's some really serious information about those connections between those leaders of those groups and who they were talking to about what was going to happen that day to people in positions of power, people who had access to the White House. Uh, we've got about 30 seconds left, Anna. So what should we look out next as the hearings continue? So there's three coming up this week. So this is this will make it a total of four out of six. The last two uh, haven't got dates yet. But Monday is going to be focusing on Donald Trump in particular, the fact that he pushed this massive effort and encouraged people in a number of ways to do anything they could, basically. And you've got to say, if he didn't know what his actions and his words and his rhetoric might lead to that day. Is he fit to be president? Because you've got to be stupid to think that you can keep saying these things and that people won't react to them. Mm. Uh, on Wednesday, they're going to look at the wider story of who was in the White House. They've got people from within the White House talking about what they spoke to the president about and what communications they had. And then on Thursday, it's going to be all about what pressure was put on Mike Pence. Anna Burns-Francis, always a pleasure coming to us live from New York, TVNZ US correspondent. We'll talk again soon. Thanks for that. Seven minutes to four, it's News Talk ZB.